we will get going. All right. Um, let me pull up one more thing. For some reason, my iPad will not let me log into Facebook. So I'm just going to do it from my computer so I can see all the questions. Okay. Let me just keep that over to the corner. That will be absolutely fine. All right. So we are in module three. So, oops, somebody else just came in. I saw, bear with me a second. Let's let them in. Oh, those are inside the, yeah. <laughs> um, where no. did they go? Shoot. That's weird. Mm. There was someone else that just requested. Where did they go? Maybe they went out. Okay, that's weird. Okay, they must have gone out. That's very strange. Okay, all right. Well, hopefully they'll come back in. Um, okay, so we are in module three and we are going through um, my five favorite ways to present online presentations, um, creating compelling presentations connected to your passions. And Hannah has a great question that I just pulled up on Facebook that we'll go through and then health as a business strategy. So before we get into Hannah's great pre-posted question and Renate, you had a question as well. Yeah, okay. no anyone have questions about any of the modules just so I can kind of time this, this particular Zoom. And we can get we can get into questions about your business, like just what's come up this week, but specifically with any of the the modules. I think you answered my questions in the text where I asked them. Yes, yes, and that's probably they were a bit higher level because, of course, yeah, to discuss in Soul Pro, that's fine. Yes, but it's if anyone wants to go and read them because I think it's still it's where everybody is heading, and it's a little bit more focused on the online presentations. So if you just go to underneath um, where I have you post questions about the, um, uh, the the next office hours coming up, you'll see my responses to Ali. So they're they're really good for everyone to read. Um, okay, well let's dive into Hannah's question because this this will really kind of set the tone, especially for this week. So let me just bear with me. I have multiple screens, but oh yeah yeah yeah. Okay, Terry's coming in. Okay. That was probably who was trying to get in before. Okay. Fantastic. So I'm going to read this out. So Hannah says, um, I've been actively participating in various Facebook groups related to my product's audience, such as those for individuals suffering from migraines, a group I identify with having experienced migraines myself. However, I've noticed limited engagement. It seems most members are more inclined to discuss different medications rather than exploring natural remedies for their pain. I've also joined women entrepreneur groups thinking that they'd be more receptive to alternative methods for enhancing energy and focus, but it seems they are primarily focused on promoting their own services. Could you suggest strategies for engaging with these groups on Facebook or Instagram that might bring better results? Whenever I post in these groups, the engagements is, engagement is sparse, and on the occasions when a topic does generate interest, it's often hijacked by others promoting their services. Okay, so this is a fantastic question, um, specifically on how to, let me just turn on the fan because I'm starting to sweat. <laughs> it's very hot up here. Oops, somebody else just came in. Shoot, 
It's so funny. Does anyone know if someone requests access and you don't see it in time, you just see it go away, where does it go? Does anyone know? Okay, because someone just- um, I've, had, I've had this happen to me before and I think it's just, they, they disappear for a while and then they come in again, just okay. as you found with Terry. So I Terry found that happen quite often. Okay. Um, and I don't know whether it's a Wi-Fi issue or um, whether it's just a, a Zoom glitch. Okay. Terry, did you have to come in again? Did you request and then go out and come in again? No? Okay. No. It just must have pop it must be a Zoom thing. Okay. Just just time if you want to um give someone a co-host. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then okay. you don't have to worry about it. So if they come That's in, a- we can I'm happy to do that if you want. That would be great. Let me make you co-host right now. Yeah. Thank you. Because if I even look away. I know you're going to be distracted and you don't need yeah, to be. That's what I recommend as well. Good okay. idea. Yeah, yeah. I think Ali, you even said that last time. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> you are now co-host Vicky. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So this is such a great question. So in this, we, we kind of reference this as we're leading up to module three about your passion presentations. And now this will just revolutionize your network marketing business to do presentations that are around your passion. And if you'll remember, and you may not have got it to it yet, so I'll just kind of give you in, in a summary. Whatever you are passionate about, you can be the teacher of it. Or so, for example, you could be like the yoga teacher, or you could be the dance teacher, or the pottery teacher, or the cooking teacher, or the, you know, whatever it is. Or you can be a host of it. So that's the other thing, like you may not feel like, well, I don't, I don't want to be an Aikido teacher, but I could be the host to bring an Aikido teacher in. And I could be the host for having the event. I could host a book group. I could host a cooking group and I could bring people together. And the reason why you either want to be a teacher or a host is because of the instant credibility it gives you. So you automatically have the expert status or the credibility of being a host. So, and the other thing is too, is that when you're a host or you're the teacher, you're also able to collect people's contact information. And then of course, with their permission, be sending emails out, et cetera. So it it puts you in a totally different vibration, totally different Mm -hmm. positioning, And it makes so much business sense because of you can manage it and you can curate it and you can also then have people's contact details as well. So when you think about that, so think about that, just, okay, that's, I always want to be the teacher or the host in whatever I do. So then when you think about a Facebook group, you don't just want to be a participant in a Facebook group, because just like Hannah was saying, whoever's running the Facebook group they're promoting something of their own. And of course, you know, things can get hijacked. And you also have to be very careful of what you post in other people's Facebook groups as well, because you can get, you can get um, kicked out. (laughs) I mean, I I remember I had a post, I post what was actually my VA posting just something in somebody else's Facebook group. And and we never promoted my stuff, we would just um, post quotes, or things that would be helpful. But even with that, Facebook like gave me a warning, do not, you know, I think because I had CarmenMarshall.com at the bottom of the quote that they regarded that as promote. It wasn't even actually the group. It was Facebook that regarded that as promoting my services. So it's always better to be in control. So what I would say is create your own Facebook group. And when you're in other people's Facebook groups, just use it for making friends. Don't even promote yourself. Use it for seeing the kind of questions that are coming up. 
So what people are interested in, what mm -hmm. garners the most interest, what garners the most engagement. So use it more as research and just making friends and not thinking that it has to have an outcome for your business because that's more just a recipe for disappointment. Mm -hmm. And then starting your own Facebook group is the best thing ever. And then with your own Facebook group, just like how you post on social media, you want it to be highly educational focused. So you're, you're giving lots of free inf information. You might be bringing on a guest. You might be having topics. But then you can promote every now and then. Mm -hmm. And of course, because it's your group, you can promote whatever you want. Now, of course, you're not going to be wanting every post to be a promotion, but it might be, you know, every fourth post is something. The, the other neat thing you can do, and I just saw this the other day for my podcast. I don't know why I've never even thought about this, but a lot of times people will have a sponsor for their podcast. So they might have like, um, I don't know, Hungry Giant Supplements as their sponsor. You know, so I could actually have the sponsor of my podcast. It could be my product partner. So it, it could actually be my, my, my sponsor. It could actually be, you know, I'm promoting my product as the commercial. So it's the same thing on a Facebook group. You can also do that as well. You know, this is our, our product partner. And of course, in Hannah's case, I, I think Hannah had talked about perhaps doing a Facebook group around grief management. And there's so many things that could come in as far as like speakers or products that can help grief management as well. You know, just getting healthy because we know when our physical body is better, we're able to handle the emotional stuff much better. So there's so, so many ways that you can weave it in and we can, as a group, if you're going to do this, we can, you know, brainstorm it all together. But the first thing I would say is make definitely create your own group. And then it's going to be a matter of, okay, well, how do I get people to my group? And how do I provide value? And then actually, actually, the first thing I would do is how do I provide value? How do I get people to my group? <laughs> and then how do I market in my group? Hmm. And again, people don't mind if you market when you're providing value. And in, in my podcast, I'll, when I, I have a mid ad in the middle of it, I'll just say, you know, time for a commercial break. You know, I'm very upfront that I'm marketing so that it's not like, it, it doesn't feel like I'm trying to just like surreptitious, sur, sur, it's whatever that word is, clandestine, can't even say that. <laughs> I'm trying to sneak it in. <laughs> I'm being very upfront about it. So, and you can kind of make it, et cetera. <sighs> So that's, that's what I, I would do. And then all of the Facebook groups that you're in, just use it to make friends, you know, don't even promote anything and then just use it for research. Okay. So any, any questions about that, that might've got some ideas percolating for your own Facebook group. I just want to say that really helps because I've not I don't hang in those Facebook groups because I don't know how to use them, but I love the idea of Intel research, finding out what's interesting people. That'll change the whole 
you know, reason for even dropping in there and having a look. So yes. thanks. That's great. Yeah. And also I was just thinking, even though our uh, private Facebook group is a program and we only invite people in to do that program, we can yep. still provide that value and that additional information that's not always specifically around the product or the program. Yes. Yeah. Because that might get them to invite other people. Yeah. Good stuff. Thank you. Yeah. Justin, I agree about using other people's groups in that way. I've got hundreds of questions from a menopause Q&A group, which I keep in a Google Doc and my VA adds to when I ask her to and things like that. Um, having your own free Facebook group can be very time consuming and draining. So be very focused about what it's there for. Mm. Um, I've also, as well as my one on menopause called, uh, and you've also, the naming is very important. So mine is called menopause stroke perimenopause relief with Dr. Ali. So the first few words need to be SEO type words. Okay. Mm. So what it's about. Uh, but then you can add your own name to make it unique. Okay. Um, my, I, I changed my uh, USANA associate Facebook group name into uh, creating an online business with Dr. Ali or something like that. Um, uh, and uh, at the moment, it's got a lot of my USANA upline um, in, but I'm thinking of making it a more generic free group talking about online marketing, et cetera, et cetera. Um, but you know, I will be promoting LifeWave as well as Usana, so that might upset them. So best thing is to let them know, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Be honest. Yeah. But it's your own group, so you can do, you know, what you what you what you want to, and then just let people know. Yeah. But yeah, that's a good point in terms of when you set up and and I would highly suggest anyone that's starting this just have one to start with because it will be will be time consuming but you do want to have at least one thing that you are doing that's giving free content so whether that is a blog whether that's a facebook group whether it's youtube whether it's um instagram i wouldn't do more than two when you start out and ideally just one but sometimes if you're doing two you can easily repurpose but there, you do want at least one thing that is out there where you've got free content so that people can get to know, like, and trust you. And then it, it also gives you a way to sell. So for example, blogging was the primarily primary thing I did for years, like probably a good 15 years and built my email list. And then I only recently switched about a year and a half ago to, or a year ago to podcasting, just to kind of mix it up because I have been doing blogs for so long. But podcasting is exact same philosophy is just free content where then people can get to know, like, and trust me, and I can sell as well. Plus, so you can turn your podcast transcript into a blog post and you can ask ChatGPT to reword it so that it's not just a transcript. And then your VA can post that as a blog post as well. Yeah. Yeah. And there's snippets you can put on Instagram and Facebook. There's yeah, so many things you can do. But if you can be thinking now, many of you are going to be where you are in your network marketing journey. So if this feels a little bit overwhelming right now, just table it, but it's, it is something that you really want to do is something that you are consistent with some type of free content. 
And I always, I always say it's got to be something that you like doing because otherwise you're just going to dread doing it. So whether it's, you know, you like to write, whether you like to get on video, the, the one, if you're trying to choose, the one thing that's great about blogging is that you don't have to be on video. You don't have to be speaking even like on a podcast. So it's blogging is, is probably one of the easier ones. And I think a Facebook group would be, um, it would tend to be on the easier side as well. It just can get a little bit time consuming, but so is a blog, you know, cause it takes you a little bit of time to write it, perfect it, get it up, et cetera. So anything is going to take you time, but you do want something out there that again, people can get to know you and you can market. And that's, that's really key. And I would really suggest whatever you do is that you're building your email list. So my podcast still builds my email list. So I always send out an email to my list about the podcast. And then mm -hmm. when people find my podcast in other places, there's always a way for them to opt in to my email list because my goal is always to build my email list. Mm -hmm. So I, I really couldn't care less how big my Instagram account is, Facebook, I could care less even more but I want my email list to always grow. And I would really highly suggest for everyone <laughs> that, that you do that as well, because, and there's so many reasons, Facebook can shut you down. Instagram can shut you down, but you always own your email list. And still, especially for our age group, it's a little bit different. If you're a millennial, there, there tends to be more sales done through TikTok and Instagram when you're younger, but our age group, the sales are definitely done through email for, for the most part. Okay. So again, it, you're going to be in different places in your network marketing journey. So just be thinking, Ooh, what could be something that I could do that could be, could be consistent. And the longest you want to go is once every month. And the most frequent you would want to go is, or, or you need to go is once a week, but even I don't do once a week. My podcasts are now every two weeks. But if you can just have that consistency, like if you blogged or did a newsletter once once a month, so 12 a year, that would be fantastic. And shorter is better because people don't have time to, even the best, I've I've got two, two women that recently, they're such good writers, but I tell you, like they're brilliant, but I tell you their, their email is so long that I don't even have time to, they're, they're brilliant, but I read maybe a third of it. And I'm like, I don't have time for this. Mm -hmm. so keep it short. doesn't have to be perfect. It just has to be you. And as you go along, we'll, I'll be teaching you to think about the things that you just love. And that, that can be three things, two things, one thing that's connected to your product. And that's what you want to be talking about. That's what you want to be sharing. So I always shared about business, health, and life design and dance. So I had a fourth thing in there. And then that that gave me an opportunity to be sharing about the products and, and the business, et cetera. Okay. So Hannah, when you listen to this recording, just let us know if you have more questions. But definitely I would I would for everyone and always be thinking too, like, well, what what could I host? Even if you just did like a book group, or you just did, you know, once a month, you get people over for, I don't know, like healthy cocktails, you know, just something that brings community together. 
that positions you as as an expert and as as someone that brings people together and people are more likely to ask you, well, what else do you do? And that that's another way that you can build, continually build your prospect list as well. Being the instigators of fun. <laughs> All right. So what other questions do we have? Oh, actually, let me, let me talk about Renate's question. So Renate's question um, and sorry, if I'm not saying it correct, you can just go ahead and correct me, Renate. But basically it was what happens if your downline is kind of complaining to each other? Is that Was that the question? Not, partic uh, not particularly. It's okay. about how, how you can uh, have motivation when you have the impression that uh, the things are not going... Uh, they didn't have feedback or the, they don't have enough commiseration about what is your your daily life you mean uh, the, the, that's a point it's not really um it's not really part of a critic of how the team works so how is possible to motivate yourself to be oh. part of a group that you you have the impression that is not interested really in, in things that you are thinking or feeling. That that's a point more than another thing. Okay, so let me. Oh, yes, my my own motivation. How my own motivation can be afforded to the to a group that particularly I found that is not so much commiserate with different things that happen. Oh, okay. So commiserate, not that they're commiserating, but but um, aligned with how you think. Is that what you mean? Exactly. No, not what I think, because that sounds a little bit uh, dictator. <laughs> dictator. No, no, no. It's it's my how I motivate myself. Okay. To be part of a group that I have the impression that is not so interested in another things that I feel that I am interested in. Okay, and and so this would be like a network marketing team, correct? Exactly. Exactly. Okay. And. Do you feel it's the not being like exactly on the same wavelength? Is it more in terms of the mo they maybe aren't as motivated? It's really emotions. It's, it's really emotions, not the intellectual. The intellectual ways are right, but I think it's it's is emotional really. So how I build free of emotion in okay. that point and motivate myself is an is an emotional stage more than intellectual, really. I'm, so are you just so I'm. I just want to make sure I'm it's I'm addressing the actual issue. So are you feeling like they're just not as excited about building the business as you might be? Like there's part of it, part of it, exactly okay. part of it. Or uh, is only is focus only in one particularly way of uh, spirituality of soul okay. that I'm not particularly interested. Gotcha. Okay. So gotcha. Full, yeah. Yeah. Okay. And don't worry. It's, it's, um, there's so many different ways of being. It's not like, I, I know you're trying to be very careful not to make them wrong, but it's just, it's maybe not people you feel completely aligned with, you know, that it's, it's not exactly, totally exactly. So it's, it's quite different interest, although I respect a lot the way they are doing that. Yeah. And I love spirituality but in a different way. It's, it's not particularly the same. So yeah. therefore Sometimes it's difficult to be motivated. I think for them as well, you know, yeah. we, we don't receive, I don't have the impression that we, we have the feedback correctly. 
because of that, because yeah. our our interests are a little bit diverse. Yeah. Not yeah. completely different, but diverse. Yeah. Quite Just difficult for me. Mm. I'm very emotional. No? Yeah. So, so this can be difficult when you're just first starting because you haven't got your team yet. But what I want to share with everyone is if you can keep the vision very strong, that you're creating the very thing that you want. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, and that you can tap into these teams that are around that might not be quite as, as aligned, but you can learn from them. But your your vision is to create a team that is the kind of people that you want to be working with. So that's your, your higher vision. So, and where I remember I was, I had a friend that he was felt quite lonely in his entrepreneur life. And so he was like, okay, I'm, I'm going to create this event and bring all these entrepreneurs together. And I was really fortunate that he invited me to come. I was the only woman with nine other guys, but it was, it was amazing. And I was quite proud to be the only woman there. <laughs> of course. But what I took from it is that he felt like he didn't have entrepreneur friends. And so he created the very thing that he didn't have. And so mm -hmm. I remember when I moved to Miami, I did the same thing. I was like, okay, I don't have friends here yet, but I'm going to create something to bring in other women. So I did the same thing, bringing other women in. So if you can think of, if you don't have the thing that you want, hold the vision that I'm going to create that. Okay. And there will be a gap between where you are now and that creation. So just to keep holding that space, like the vision of what I want, and then still mm -hmm. tapping into the other groups. Because of course, you don't want to be a hermit while you're waiting to create this this group. You still want to interact right. with other people. But knowing that I'm, I am going to create this group that is really aligned with how my beliefs and my, and of course, I know it's not like a dictator, like they have to believe this, but it's a feeling. Yeah, I to totally got it's it. a feeling, exactly, yeah. exactly. You catch it perfectly. <laughs> and Thank we you. can completely create the thing that we're missing. Like, I think that's why we have that void. It's so that we will actually create it. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And if if we have, we talked about this last week that we were designed to have desires and we're designed to create. So when that desire is there, that's just like the universe saying, okay, this is for you to create and fill that void. Mm -hmm. All right. Mm -hmm. Small work at the moment. Yeah, it's, it is, it's like <laughs> you're, you're just first starting out, but it will happen when you get one person and then that person, you know, you become two and then there's a third person that comes in and then it just grows like that and it just requires mm -hmm. us to keep that vision and then mm -hmm. the the formula where that we talked about a couple of weeks ago is who if you imagine that you already have this team who mm -hmm. do you need to be what do you need to feel and what do you need to do And the trick is as if it's already happened. So you kind of have to think, I have to think about this as, a, as if it's already happened and I'm not creating who I am and who I feel and what I'm doing to get there. I'm mm -hmm. creating it from being there. 
from deep in and this heart. this is the key thing because most people create to get to a goal they're thinking okay what do i need to do to get there but you're still you're still in a different place so you want to be creating this okay what do i need to be who do i need to be what do i need to feel what do i need to do from the place that i'm already there mm-hmm. so create from rather than to okay and this is something that you have to keep remind the, the repetition, the consistency and the emotion around it, because as a whole human species, we're always setting goals too. Okay. I have to do X, Y, Z to get to it. But what if you, you have from to it. switch it up from it? I'm already there. So what would I be doing? What would I be feeling? What would I be being? And then if you can find way showers, because it's much easier for, for us to believe it if we can see it. Mm-hmm. So, so if you can imagine, like, you know, if you think of a person, like, what would this person do in this case? Mm-hmm. So way showers are one of the best things for getting us to where we want to go, because we can literally see it because we have that way shower. And Vicki, I just saw your hand there. Yeah, sorry, I've got a problem with my mouse. It won't work sometimes. But um, I'm just curious because you talked about when you were in Miami. Yes. What did you do? So what did you actually, what did you invite people to for that? Yeah, yeah. well, the first one was just three people. (laughs) (laughs) Good. It's good to know this stuff, you know. It is, yeah. You need real examples. So that's why I was like, Renee, it's okay if it's just like one person. And then (laughs) it literally was three. So it was my real estate agent. So the the woman that helped me buy my condo in Miami, who was actually a, a, a friend of Arcelia Dove, who was someone in my my downline. So Melanie was her friend. And then it was one of Melanie's friends, because I literally knew nobody when I moved to Miami, except for Arcelia Dove. Um, and then her real estate agent, who became my real estate agent. So th- so we just went to dinner. And then I I shared what I wanted to create. And then we did a luncheon, like at lunchtime. And then that one, there was like seven women. And then we did an event at my um, at my uh, condo. So they had like a big area where you could have events. So then by by that time, it was 12. And it was, it was always, what I wanted to do is I wanted to bring in entrepreneurial women who wanted to have friendships with people who were driven and soulful. Oh, because of, often we can be so busy working that we don't have the friendships you know, outside of, you know, just our clients. And in my case, my team who I loved, but I really wanted to like branch out and, you know, in, in a new city as well. So, yes. So, uh, you just put the like, idea out there of a network of people coming together. So it didn't have a particular, any other um, agenda. It was just to come together and talk or did you do other things You did, or you just met re- regularly for a while? Yeah, it was, there was a kind of a, an agenda. It, they had to, I did actually keep it for just women because I just yeah. wanted to for women. Okay. They had to be an entrepreneur. Right. Mm-hmm. And they, that what they were looking for is they wanted um, like-minded women who are very positive and driven, who were mm-hmm. looking to have deeper friendships. So okay. who were, you know, like type A, like really driven, mm-hmm. but wanted to have friendships with, with other like-minded women that maybe you wouldn't meet because it's not like we're going out to bars and clubs, you know? So, so a place where we could talk about our businesses, become friends, talk about life, but all know that we were um, out there 
building our businesses um, so that it was all, it was already kind of this, this playing field of women that were driven, but wanted yeah. something more. Okay, great. One of deeper friendships. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so it was it was dinners, it was um, you know, like a luncheon, and then it was the where I had it we had a pool and then like a restaurant. So it was kind of like an activity. So just kind of different things to get together for like two to four hours somewhere in there. Mm. And would they have to pay something for that? Or how did you Yeah, do they that? just all yeah, all sure just their own meal. Like when I hosted it at my place, it was, it was free. because it was my, you know, my facility where I lived. So they, we, I think we brought, I can't, I think we might've catered it or something. So people always just paid for their own. Um, and usually we, where we had the luncheon was somebody else's office. So the, the place was already always paid for, but everyone just paid for their food. Mm-hmm. So we we didn't ever go to a place that we had to pay for the rent of it. But if we had, if I imagine, we would have probably just split it, like everyone just paid for their food so that it wasn't like a cost for, for one person. So, and it was not an event with the intention of you making one or the other way money. It was more with the intention to network. Exactly, yeah. Intention to, to network, but to be able to have a place where we could talk with other women about just our entrepreneurial journey and maybe not in the same industry because obviously my life was very much my network marketing team, you know, so I wasn't talking to as many women in other industries. So it's a way to talk to in different industries, but then also with the goal of de- actually developing a friendship. Yeah. And, and inspiring each other. And, exactly. And like, yeah, yeah. Uh, have the possibility to see other options and other ways which they for them work and then could be like oh yeah that I can do that too type of thing yes. exactly yeah mm-hmm. and then interestingly and this this is how I love network marketing to work it when you do things like that and you just become friends and then people are like I heard that your your company does supplements can you recommend a supplement you know, or so it's, it's nobody's super selling. Well, nobody was selling. It was just like, oh, I heard you do this. Can you, you know, so it's just like sharing of information and like, oh, you're a real estate agent. Well, I have, I have to sell my place. Could you help me? You know, so everyone's getting to know each other. And, and this is what I, why I love network marketing and I love business. If you, if you, yeah, if you believe in, business and you you're making friends you want to buy from each other you know like i would much rather buy from my friends than just you know a random person yeah Yeah. so that that was it wasn't my intent to build a network to sell to but it ended up being obviously that you know like melanie the real estate agent she became an associate for a short time you know she she ended up just using the product after that but um but yeah, it's just another way that actually ends up, you know, of course. That's really interesting because Danny Johnson recommends that as well, you know, in her mm-hmm. training. Okay. She recommends um, inviting business people and saying, you'll have the opportunity to share your business card at this meeting. Okay. And then it's just an aside that you're building your own network and there's more reason for them to come. And then you're getting more business-like people and less of the tire kickers but people who aren't really motivated so then it's, it's like going for your chicken list you know yes yes yeah and this conversation is really useful for me too because my menopause and perimenopause group 
Um, it, I got loads of movement in it when I held my sexy, when I held my um, healthy habits in menopause challenge in April 2022. But I haven't had the energy to hold another one like that since. Um, and it, when I post now, there's sort of less movement in it. So it's just, I know that I really need to post regularly. It's uh, it's just challenging when you're juggling a lot. That's all. Yeah. yeah. And one more thing is just, yeah, it, every, that's why you want to, any, any kind of can that you open up, it's going to require effort. So you, you want to move forward, but you also want to be mindful that you're not opening too many cans at the same time <laughs> because you're not going to have the energy to do them all well. Yeah. Um, what else did I want to mention about that? Oh, and, and then just the energetic exchange, like just what you were saying, Ali, about Danny saying like, can everyone, you know, share your, your business cards? You know, you just think energetically, if you're knowing that one is a massage therapist, one owns a, I don't know, a hair salon, and you're making friends with all of those, of course, everyone's going to use each other, you know, and that's the beautiful thing. Yeah. And at the very, even if they never join your business, everyone is helping each other in other ways as well. So, so yeah, that could be a whole other just fun thing to do. But it's all with this thing, like whatever you're, and I was, in, it was my friend, Adam, who, wanted more friends that were entrepreneurs. So he created it. And so I was like, I'm going to do that too. So we can create the thing that we're wanting. Yeah. All right. So any other questions about that? Okay. All right. So I think we only had two questions this time that were pre-posted. So does anyone have something they want to brainstorm in their business or a question from the module? All right, while you're thinking, I just want to bring up the thing again with the passion presentations. So there's so many different ways that you can take what you're passionate about and wrap your presentation around that. So the health and wellness spa is a really good example that, and why it's included in Soulcraft Your Way to 100K is everyone can use that as a, a formula. So most people's products are health related. Is there anyone right now that their products are not health related on today's call? I think everyone, everyone probably, yeah. Okay. I think Wouter, I, he's, I think he's going with another network marketing company, but his was Bitcoin for a while. So that maybe, well, you could still do that as well. There's a way you could do a health and wellness spa around that too. There's <laughs> always a way, but definitely for everyone here, the health and wellness spa is a perfect example of having an educational evening where you then bring your products into it. So if you're thinking, oh, I don't know what to do, start with that because that will give you the template to then think, oh yeah, I could do this. I could do that. Okay. And typically the health and wellness spa really talks about, um, in my case, it was supplements, foods, and the skincare. And what's really great is if you have a product line that's experiential, like it's more like they can feel it, they can smell it, they can have an experience because if, and that could be food related, like if you have a food line or it could be a skincare line or just anything that, that's more tactile because when they're experiencing, then you can educate about your other products. 
Because when we're physically doing something and our senses are being used, information goes into the brain so much easier. And, and it's fun. That's, I mean, Claudia, I know you'll relate to this, that anything that's fun also helps people want to buy because they're enjoying it. They can see how they can do it because that's the, the challenge with any company is they don't really know how the products are going to work. But if you have some type of event where they can try it, and then you're also educating, that will really stay with them. That's what the sip and scrub, for example, is also doing. Yes, that's a, such yeah, a- well, I mean, you experience uh, skincare, but also while you talk about supporting supplements and things like that. Yes, yeah. As trying supplements is not such an immediate thing. Yeah. No, exactly. <laughs> but, <laughs> but the skincare is, I mean, you feel it and then you, you also hear, and that is what I like with these events, because also you can do it one-on-one, -on -one, but the events, you then feel, uh, see other people also have their experience and, and, and things like that. Yes. So uh, that adds to the, yeah, to the energy of then eventually also deciding for buy it right away type of thing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's it's just so powerful. So if you're new to Soulcraft, start with the Health and Wellness Spa because that the whole script will just teach you how to lead to buy as well in the most natural way. And then the other thing I just thought of now, the when I was choosing my second network marketing company and I spent you know all those months really narrowing it down to two. The one thing that sold me is my company that my upline, who ended up being my upline, she gave me a basket of the skincare to try. And so I went home with that for a week. And that was another thing that really tipped me over because I could actually try it. So that's, it's a little bit, you have to be, you know, people are a little bit sensitive about um, sharing skincare, but with our product line, it was pump. So it was, it was fine. But that was something that really tipped me over because I could try the product for a full week. And I was like, wow, this is amazing. Because again, like you said, Claudia, supplements, you're not going to really notice a difference, you know, unless they're illegal. <laughs> so, And, and with, with this, they need to be local. Yes. I mean, but that's true. so good. Yes. That's so good. Yeah. And, yeah. and um, I call it a travel basket. So there, there were nice baskets or sex for putting the stuff in and then uh, I gave that to different people and yes they they liked it as long as it's kind of tubes which you don't put your finger in but uh, which you can get yeah yeah as um, also these uh, uh, you have companies they're giving away small trials of the product but when you talk to skincare experts that is also not what is good for your skin if you every day have different products on your skin. So, um, yeah, so you can say, okay, we don't do that. <laughs> but as an alternative, I have this option. Yeah. yeah so. But that means also you have, for yourself, you have to prepare and have more products at home so you can give it out. That's yeah. an investment. But that's where you learn kind of what this business is all about because First, it's invest before you get money in. Yeah. Anyhow. And that's yeah. a fun way of doing it. <laughs> yeah. And it's a tax deduction, those whatever products you're using for samples. So, 
Yeah, when we, in the health and wellness spa, we would, of course, everyone would try the skincare. We wouldn't have them do the smoothies because the smoothies could be so different depending with whether you like them thick or thin, you know, you could, someone could have a thick smoothie and hate it. And if they had it thin, they would have loved it. But we would use the bars because everyone would like the bars. So when you think of your foods, just be careful to use the foods that it doesn't so much matter how you make it in case there's people that wouldn't like it made that way. But bars are usually very, very safe. Oh, yeah. With our, with our patches, we can, again, it's an investment, but you can send out a five or seven day trial to people um, at your own expense. That's one thing. Or you can charge for it just as you can with the health pack. So with the health pack, you can send yeah. out a five or seven day trial mm -hmm. or yeah. with the probiotics because they're in individual sachets. Um, but what I was thinking of doing is actually combining a health and wellness spa seminar with the patches. So, so LifeWave people do patching parties, which are great because people often feel a response to the patches while they're at the thing, just as you do with Cell Aviv. Um, mm -hmm. but, um, but I wanted it to be more educational as well as experiential. So I'm sort of thinking of doing uh, combining the both. Yeah. Um, but then of course that confuses things when it comes to ordering it depends but you know you can just get people to have a tick box for different things and they can decide whether they want the patches or the skincare or the supplements you know yeah yeah and I suppose too if it was felt like too much you could always do like have one like a patch party and then have a follow-up invite to a, a skincare spa you know, like if they, if you love this, you'll like our next event in two weeks, you know, so you could. could yes, keep that's one way of doing it. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Any well, other also questions? In normal life, in normal life, you don't buy only from one company. Come on, man. Eh? Yeah, <laughs> no, I, I totally think it's yeah. Yeah. normal. That's Not so uh, much. natural. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Not so much to keep them separate, but more if it felt too overwhelming to have, you know, too many things going on, but I totally agree. I think, I think everyone should buy from all network marketing companies. <laughs> and yeah, I think it will, I, like that will, local. what it's like buying local, isn't it? you want to support local and you want to support entrepreneurs. Yes. No. Yeah. Yeah. Completely agree. All right. Any other questions? Yeah, this is a bit of a random one. And I just, just popped into my head because um, I'd like to do this better. And because Miriam and I are accountability buddies, can you just talk a little bit about the accountability buddy, you know, how you think it should operate? Because it's yeah. not meant to be long-winded or it's meant to be quite focused, isn't it? So can you talk as yeah. maybe those of us, those who have been doing it well? Yeah, I don't okay. know if that would help other people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So you you can really design it. There's no like way you have to do it, but I would, would keep it fairly short so that both parties really look forward to it. Cause you know, if it's too long, then it's it's um you can just get daunting for everything that we have to do because there's a lot of content and even doing your WAP takes time. So I, I would agree on a time. Half an hour, I think, is probably a good amount of time because each person would have time to share in that time and it doesn't go in and everyone can fit in half an hour. So I, I would probably say half an hour. And then what I would probably suggest is talking about your goals for the coming week. And then 
reporting on how you did when you get together. So, so say this was your first call together. So maybe Marion would say she would have like 15 minutes to talk. Like these are my, my goals um, for next week. And then I would also, because it would be the first call, this is what I'd love to brainstorm with you. And then Vicky would switch over to Vicky. These are my goals for next week. And this is what I'd like to brainstorm with you now. And then you both know you each have about 15 minutes. Then when you come back, then I would report on how you did on the goals that you set and, and, and really celebrate your wins. And then anything that you didn't complete, a, a really useful way to share that is to say, I, I didn't complete this and why I didn't is, and then just, you can say like, I, you know, I think I probably gave myself too many things to do. So next week I'm going to do this, but also I kind of need to give myself a kick in the pants here, you know, so you're, you're already self-sourcing your own coaching. And then, you know, something I'd like to brainstorm with you, Vicky, is this. So you're, you're taking responsibility for your own accountability. So I, I did this, I had these wins. I didn't get this done, but I'm committed to doing this next week. Right. Vicky, and, and I'd like to, to brainstorm this with you. So it's also not for the person. So, um, you know, if like it's not for the other person to say, hey, you should have done that or why didn't you do that, that sort of thing. Yeah, not not, yeah. Yeah, not so much. I, it's more that the fact that you're declaring and, and mm. I send a quick email to each other saying, just a recap, these are my, my goals mm -hmm. that I committed mm -hmm. to. And so the fact that you're declaring it and you're writing it, that usually is enough to help you. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, you correct. know that you're going to have to report back to the person. Yes. Um, yeah. So yeah. It's not meant where then Vicky would, you know, say, yeah. girl. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I tell you the reason I say that because I set it up with a friend once. And of course, yeah. she went into that mode and I went, hang on. No, that, I don't think this is what it's about. Yeah. <laughs> you're not yeah. meant to just tear strips off me because I haven't yeah. done what I said I was going to do. Yeah, not at all. Not at all. It should more come from internally that you yeah. want to report back to your accountability yeah. that I did this. I didn't do this. And this is why. Yeah, great. And this is why. Mm -hmm. And what I'm what I'm going to commit to this week is XYZ. Thanks. Now, you know, if it goes by three weeks and Vicky has said that she's going to invite the same person for three, three weeks and she hasn't, <laughs> that yeah. you might say, okay, Vicky, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, right. Come on, what what's going on? <laughs> what's going on? Yeah. But it's more <laughs> from on? that, that, that kind of like, what's going on? Tell me, it's not yeah. so much to, to bring yeah. it. You know, yeah. yeah. Cause we, it's always this balance. And if, if, if everyone can always think this too, like we're, we're striving for these goals. Like we're working towards these goals and we want to have the accountability that, okay, I, I didn't do this and this is why, but never to beat ourselves up because when we beat ourselves up, we just lower our frequency and that's, it doesn't do anyone any good. So it's just more like, okay, I didn't do this. Maybe I had too many things on my list to do, or maybe I didn't make enough time so you're making yourself realize, okay, why I didn't do it. And then just going forward, but not spending any time in guilt. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. Yeah. Of course, you don't want the person to make you feel guilty either because, yeah. 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 So that's, that's, I, I always exercise that myself, like, you know, like really to take accountability myself and be super honest with myself, but never to make myself feel bad. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And good, good coaching questions are, um, so tell me what's going on. You know, so, okay, so three weeks since you haven't invited this person, what are you feeling about it? What's what's going on? And then the person, and you know, I'm still just really nervous. Okay, let's talk about that. So we do want to be able to talk about, okay, well, what's stopping me, but it not like you really nailed it, Vicky, like not from stripping somebody down, but trying to figure out, okay, well, how can we help you move forward? Yeah. Great question. Thank you. All right. Any other questions? Annette, so good to have you. We've missed you. Yeah, thank you. Well, too many things going on in my life. But can I add to that to both Miriam and for Vicky? Because having an accountability buddy is the best thing you can have in your business full stop. Because it becomes such a relationship. You ha- you learn to be honest with yourself, number one. And with your honesty, you become completely open with your accountability buddy. And you just know exactly what each one are doing the following week. That's the secret of the whole thing. And it, 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 it's just incredible steps forward that you make. I speak from experience. Yeah. 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 You and Claudia. Yeah, and we've been at what how many years now? And it's amazing how but we, we know each other now exactly what we want to do and where we're going. And we can check each other out without stripping each other out as well. But the most important thing is to become honest with yourself and don't try to make stories that you think, well, that's what Vicky needs to hear, and that you make up stories. That doesn't work. So honesty about yourself is number one. Yeah. That's my little ad for the day. <laughs> yes, I love it. Yep. The we'll we'll call you and Claudia the the OG accountability buddies, the original gangsters. <laughs> <laughs> it, it it is since Soulcraft is there, huh? So mm. how long is Soulcraft in there? Oh, since, since like there. Yeah, so you were like I honestly because I think you were my first one. So like you truly are the OG accountability buddies. OG ABs. <laughs> so yes it's and it's even energetically you think you have somebody who is thinking about your business it's just it's putting energy and focus on your business and there's there's so much power in that yeah all right ladies another great call so let's take our picture and then um if you can tonight but at least if within 24 hours, your two ahas and your action steps, because it helps everyone. And I read all of them. I love them. Really adore them. Um, okay. So our first one, just our normal happy one. One, two, three. We're also prim and proper. <laughs> and then one, two. <laughs> Super cute. <laughs> All right. Have a beautiful week. So we're on to module four. Um, any questions, of course, keep them on the keep them coming on the forum. And then we'll see you next week. 
and lots of love to everybody. Have a beautiful evening. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye, everybody. Bye, Good night. At the Good end night. of Module 4, it talks about the uh, catch-up week. So you might want to say something about that in the group. So I've yes. just listened to the last of the Module 4 audios. Yes. And it we don't have a catch-up group or catch-up week. Uh, <laughs> up in one instead. Thought I'd let you know. <laughs> <laughs> See you. Bye. Bye. Bye.